I agree not to say the F-bomb more than 50 times (laughs) (laughs) in this podcast. Hey, are you bored with that tired old car of yours? Ready to upgrade to something new and fresh? Stop on by Carbox, located at 1750 22nd Avenue, and see what they have. They might not have the hundreds of cars that the big lots do, but they have a wide selection of vehicles and offer the best customer service in the Kenosha area. Featuring great cars for all family types, they have the deals you want and need. Be sure to follow them on Facebook for their hilarious videos and posts. That's Carbox, located on Kenosha's north side at 1750 22nd Avenue. Hey, Donnie, do you know how Lucci's Grandview got their name? Well, Jason, they are owned by the Lucci family. No, I meant the Grandview part. Oh, yeah, for sure. Lucci's Grandview is located at 6929 39th Avenue. And prior to 1926, 39th Avenue was known as Grandview Avenue. Wow, how interesting. And for a cold drink and good conversation, stop by Lucci's Grandview. The family-owned and operated bar will serve up some great memories. Follow them on Facebook to find out about their upcoming specials like Bingo Night, Trivia, Live Entertainment, and Karaoke. That's Lucci's Grandview, located on the old Grandview Avenue at 6929 39th Avenue. Today on the K-Town Connects podcast, our guest has lived his life like a candle in the wind. We connect with a man behind the new Kenosha Awakening spiritual market at the Roadie and the owner of Blow Co. Candles. We welcome Baron Leaf Olson. Cue that music. Do you have to say cue that music every time? That's... Yes. <laughs> Can I edit that out? Or do yeah, I keep... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the K-Town Connects podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Donnie, and I'm here with... Hi, I'm Jason. Hey, Jason. How you hanging? Yeah, I'm smelling pretty. Yeah. It smells really nice in here, yeah, man. Yeah, it does. And it's, it's, and it's not the great pizza at Luigi's this time around. Well, usually it's, they're closed on Mondays, so it just smells like stale pizza in here right. on Mondays. But now it's smelling real good Real nice, real nice. We'll find out why, I guess. Uh, yes, and we are recording at Luigi's Pizza Kitchen, located at 7531 39th Avenue. They're open Tuesday through Sunday. Give them a call at 262-694-6565. Check out their full menu at luigispizzakenosha.com and order those pizza pies. Do it. And make sure you follow us on all the social media outlets, including Facebook and Instagram. Drop us a review on Facebook or your favorite podcast Drop player. A review, baby. We haven't gotten any lately. Have you checked? I have not checked. Yeah, I haven't either. But well, hopefully we'll get. We a get a notification review. if we got one. No, we? I no, we don't. Oh no. So we just gotta check it all the time. Well, maybe we should check it and see if we got any Aaron, new ones. Aaron, leave us a good review on your favorite podcast provider. Okay? I was about to say, can I leave like more than one? I left one. I was really nice. Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. All thank right. you. Cool. We also need to thank Dropping Daisies for that great theme song. Yeah, that is a rockin' tune, still number one on the Donnie Stankato <laughs> charts. Thank you, Dropping Daisies. Maybe one episode without you saying that stupid line. <laughs> Maybe the next one. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Like I always say, 
every podcast is someone's very first podcast. Isn't that so? Someone's truth? never heard that stupid joke yours, right? And they're going to be like, "Wow, that Donnie's hilarious!" <laughs> He's so clever. I got to listen again. I love him. <laughs> I have to Facebook stalk him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'd also uh, like to welcome our latest Patreon supporter, Terry Nelson. Terry, thank you for supporting our podcast. Speaking of the super fans, there's one right there. Yes, Terry. Hope everything's going well with you out there. I know you're listening. So uh, if you want to join the Patreon party subscription start at just two dollars a month just search kate town connects podcast on patreon.com yeah we got that all out of the way real quick season three is moving good yeah i think so it's nice flow to it yeah well we are here with baron leaf olson the owner of bloco candles welcome aboard baron how Uh, are you i'm doing great thank you guys for having me thank you for coming on the kate town connects podcast long time coming yes you're Uh, a big fan i I am i actually you know of course listening to sarah lucci come Mm -hmm. on from lucci's her and i go way back then, uh, as I was telling you a story of sitting in my bathroom in the middle of the night when the, you guys launched with Ben and Angie from UPT, <laughs> listening to that in the middle of the night. I think a lot of people um, listen to our podcast while they're taking a dump. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to say if it was number one or number two. <laughs> I was hoping they're in the bath. Right, maybe taking a shower. Or something. No, it's no relaxing, like in the bath, there like a go. bubbles and Some candles. candles K-Town yeah. connects. That's okay. that's the way to listen to it, I would yeah. think. Well, maybe when this one comes out, I'll draw a bath in the jacuzzi, throw some Epsom salts in there, light a few candles, you know, dim oh. the lights a little and bit. And you'll say, oh, me. <laughs> right. so cool. <laughs> oh, my God, I sounded horrible. I'm going to dunk myself in the tub and not listen to this anymore. <laughs> You'll have the celebratory candle or the razor blades. <laughs> oh, too dark? Oh, okay. Uh, toaster, maybe. <laughs> so we're going to get to know Baron a little bit. We're going to get to his uh, candles soon enough. But first, we're going to start, go back to little Baron a little bit. And uh, I think you might be the first Baron I've ever met. Yeah, same here. Usually I get, like, growing up, like, my dad said, I want to give you a title, not a name. Oh. And... Growing up, it's like barren, you know, so it's like even family members, like I'd go to family Christmas in Cleveland, Ohio, and people would be like, oh, hi, what's your name, little boy? And I'd be like, oh, hi, I'm Baron. Very nice to meet you. And they'd be like, Darren? I'm like, Baron. Yeah, I'm sure. Aaron? Baron. (laughs) So Karen. What? (laughs) Where did that come from? Barry? No. Where did a Y come in? So it was always just so hard for me to always, you know. It's like, God, can I be a Chris or a Mike or something? <laughs> right. Like, you know, just give me something common. So uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Libertyville, Illinois, right over oh, the border. Okay. So I would be what you guys like consider a transplant. Yeah, okay. When, I'm sorry, go ahead, Donnie. Uh, what brought you then to Kenosha? So back in high school, a friend of mine and I started kind of like our first company uh, mm-hmm. called, uh, oh God, what would we call it? BAD. It was my friend uh, Danny Cecil and myself. We created uh, skim boards. And so we go to Lake Michigan, so we used to have to sneak onto like Lake Forest's beach or, you know, all the rich, rich people's beaches on Lake Michigan. So we'd try and do all that. And so all of a sudden I made the border cross one day and we just were driving around and um, we found Simmons Island. And it had, it was perfect. It was shallow. It had the great waves. So we could run, drop your skimboard, chase the board, jump on it, try and do a spin or try and ride into the next wave. Hmm. So we love that. Then, like I said, we started a company called Bad, Baron and Danny Skimboards. What year was this? This was probably about 91. Oh, okay. So uh, Danny was uh, just graduating high school, going to Marquette University. So I spent, 
you know, my, my senior year in 92, going up there a lot, but then on my way down, I'd always have the skimboard in the back, so I'd always stop by Kenosha and drop in, and all, the only thing I really knew was the beach, the old outlet mall, and the broad stop. <laughs> and luckily enough, not old enough to go to the broad stop to, for, you know, fun activities, but, you know, we'd always stop there for, like, a broad or mom to pick up cheese, um, you know, things like that, and then the old outlet mall. So that's, like, oh. kind of the only thing I really knew of Kenosha. How old were you when you first decided you wanted to move to Kenosha? So it was... When was this? Yeah, pretty much 17, 18 years old coming up there, you know, got my first car, was able to go where I wanted to, and parents not tracking mileage. I had very overprotective parents. Um, with me being adopted, you know, I think they wanted to try and protect me from everything. So yeah. they're like, oh, I'm going to go to Lake Forest Beach, and I'll be gone for a few hours, and I just, over the border. I remember the first time I came up to Kenosha, we got lost we ended up by the airport and then I was like, I don't remember blinking lights. It's like my friend's like, well, it is nighttime. And I'm like, I don't know if this is the right way to the beach. So, um, yeah, so there was a couple times I ended up getting lost and then, uh, but once I found my way, I remember one time I went past, I went up Washington. I'm like, yeah, this is the way to the beach. I think. And all of a sudden I go in by Bradford and I'm like, Nope, Where this am is I? definitely not. <laughs> so I had to like backtrack, find my way to the beach. But you just uh, need a compass. It's just so just go east, man. Well, I mean, we're talking maps. I mean, yeah, right? Kids these days have a easy, right? Yeah. You know, me, it's like, where am I? You know, break out the map that you know. Of course, every parent puts in their kid's car. So I'm like trying to figure it out. It's like there's a you know. So Baron, once you settled in, you're living in Kenosha. What was your first job that you got here in Kenosha? Uh, so when I first moved to Kenosha, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, when I first got to Kenosha, I actually was transplanting. Um, so I lived in uh, Illinois. Uh, I just moved back from Memphis. I stayed with my sister for six months, kind of getting my feet wet, trying to figure out, like, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? So at that point, I was working at a car dealership down in, like, I think, Waukegan Park City area. One of the guys in the parts uh, department that I worked with, his buddy had a house up here for rent. Another buddy of mine, uh, who I'm still good friends with, he was a mechanic downstairs, and I was—I remember telling him, I was like, oh, I was looking for the studio apartment or one bedroom down in Libertyville. Really wanted to stay in my hometown. And, I mean, we're talking tw- almost 20 years ago, and the rent was like 1200 for a one bedroom wow. above a store. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I can't afford that, you know? So, I was really frustrated one day because I looked at this apartment. I really loved it. It had brand new construction. So he comes up and he's like, oh, what are you all mad about? And I was like, oh, man, rent. It's like, this is freaking crazy. He's like, oh, you know, I live downtown Kenosha and, you know, I, I pay five twenty-five a month for a two-bedroom upper. And I was like, wait, what? Where, where do you <laughs> live? Deal of a deal. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Kenosha, you say? Yeah. And then the guy in my parts department was like, oh, hey, you know, I've got a buddy of mine who rents a house. And I was in there. So we set this all up and. I came up to Kenosha, and so my buddy's like, oh, you got to go to this bar, Spanky's. You know, ah. it's, it's like two blocks from my house. I was like, okay, cool. So we all meet up there. <laughs> so I walk in, and Speaking I... Speaking of Spanky's. Hey, there we go. Yeah. So I I met up with my buddy, and we had... So my other guy who's going to be my roommate, uh, one of my close friends from high school, we all meet up there, and this lady... I still have the southern draw from living in Memphis, Tennessee for two and a half years, and <laughs> so all of a sudden she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, darling, how you doing? Uh, can I get a Bud Light? And she's like, oh, okay. You're not from around here. Can I see your ideas? Like, oh, you're sweet. And... Uh, so she came up and she's like, okay, well, here you go. And I'm like, hey, can I ask you real quick? Can you tell me where this address is? She's like, are you kidding me? 
And I'm like, no. She's like, go to the front door. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm getting kicked out of the bar. Like, Jesus, I know I called you ma'am and you didn't like that too much, but it's being polite. So she, I walk out the front door and I'm like, now what? She goes, look down that street. And I go, okay. And she goes, you're going to go down one stop sign. Then you get to a yield sign. You're going to take a right. And that's where you're at. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I looked at my buddy and I'm like, where do you live? And he's like, two blocks the other direction. Oh, I was like, oh man, this is a sealed deal right here. Packers games are going to watch with Spankies. You can walk two blocks. I walk two blocks. And so it, we looked at the place. My buddy's like, this is a shithole. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take it. This and then there. We walked in and they had plush, like voluptuous carpeting and <laughs> claw tub. I'm, I mean, I'm six foot two. So tubs are important to me. So I see that and I was like, Ooh, all right. I'm kind of sold with that. And hmm. you know, so all of a sudden we came back, we signed the lease and, um, I remember her name. I think it was Danny. Danny and Kirsten were working at, at that day. And so she, she, you know, asked for Hacker Shore at that time. And it's all of a sudden she puts on the bar. She goes, how'd everything go? And I go, oh, man, it went great. We just signed our lease. You know, we're going to be moving in in a couple months. She goes, this beer's on me. Welcome to the neighborhood. And I was like, man, oh, this, is the, awesome. this is the town I want to <laughs> live in. <laughs> I get a free beer, yeah. you know, so. Oh, yeah. Well, let's say you get a customer, too, you know. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, definitely. There were many, <laughs> many bar tabs over the years that, that were at Spanky's. Uh, Spanky's and Scotty's were, like, definitely in my neighborhood hangouts. And I'm walking down the street, and I see, you know, see Scotty's from a distance. I see a bass sign, a Guinness sign. I'm like, I like Guinness. I like bass. I like both of them together. It's, you know, nice black and tan. So I wander in there, and it's just Scotty by himself. And so I sit down, and I, at the time of my life, had an amazing conversation with him. Uh, Scotty was he, he was so great at conversation. He, he is. Was. I mean, he blew my mind when I went in there when I turned 21, and I was, I was like, oh, this is my favorite place now. Scotty would just take that time to get to know all of his customers. Yes. It was a fantastic place. It's amazing because, I mean, people that have, haven't been going there for, like, let's say 15 years or something like that, they'll live out of state or – you know, I remember um, one time I was in there. Someone came in. They haven't been in town 15 years. They live out in Colorado. This and they're like, oh, you know, of course, everyone's like, oh, Scotty here. <laughs> and uh, so all of a sudden, he's just like, yeah, I come down and see Scotty. This and that and the other. You know, Scotty walks in, whatever, and he's like, oh, hey, Scotty. And Scotty kind of looks at him a little bit and is like, oh, I, you know, all of a sudden remembers everything about this guy. And I'm like, holy cow, you know, for owning a bar, man, you have a mind like an mm-hmm. elephant. You remember everything. <laughs> So I heard he kept all his money underneath a mattress upstairs. Do you know if that's true? Sarah Lucci would not confirm that with me. I have honestly, I've never been there. So I have, <laughs> I've, I've actually, no, I've never been upstairs. Um, funny story is that I actually bartended there for nine years. And you were one of the first male bartenders? No, I was one of three. One of three. One okay. of three. Because so. you know how Scotty likes his women. He Well, you know, I, for whatever reason it is, that's, you know, that's, that's on him. It's uh, his business. But... So I love Scotty's, and so I was going there for a long time. So it was either Scotty's or Spanky's that you could find me on a Friday, Saturday night. So I get uh, laid off during one of our recessions, and I was looking for work, trying to figure out what to do. Um, I bartended very briefly at uh, Spanky's, and then I was kind of looking for a bartending job. I'm like, I know Scotty's got good beer. I know good beer. <laughs> Scotty and I have had many conversations. I bring good beer in and don't buy beer from him. And yeah. I sit at the bar and drink good beer and critique it. I'm like, I'm going to go. I saw his hiring. I'm like, I'm going to go apply for this. So I go in there and so I, 
kind of dress up a little bit, you know, kind of look presentable. And I'm like, oh, hey, I heard you were hiring uh, this and that and the other. He's like, oh, yeah, where'd you hear it? And I'm like, oh, I saw it in the paper. Oh, cool. Let me get you an application. So I fill it out. And, you know, we're talking like pencil and paper kind of thing. Oh, old school. Old school. So I fill it out. And one thing I've heard in bartending is, is if you're going to go apply for a bartending job, don't fill out the application and stay and drink afterwards. Ah, yes. <laughs> Note to self. Supposedly, this is a bad thing. And I have lost a bartending uh, interview uh, job opportunity, if you say, due to that. So I'm like, okay, I had a quick drink with him. And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks, Scott. Thanks so much for taking the time. Let me, you know, see you this and the other. And I, I'll see you later. So I go to Spanky's and I'm grinning ear to ear. And I'm like, I got this job. I'm nailing it. <laughs> this, that, and the other. All right, time for me to have a couple Bud Lights and, you know, have a couple shots, eat a burger, this, that, and the other. And a couple of the bartenders came down. They're like, oh, man, you're really chipper today. How's everything going? I'm like, oh, my God, great. I just filled out this application at Scotty's. I think I'm a shoe in this, that, and the other. And they start losing it. They are dying. They're hitting the floor, and they're laughing. And they're like, Baron. And I'm like, what? And they're like, have you ever seen a guy bartender in there? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Scotty. And they're like, okay, he owns the place. Have you ever seen a guy bartender? And I'm like, no. And they're like, because he only hires girls. I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. So I didn't get the job, obviously. So time passed, this, that, and the other. And then I found uh, another job. And then a few years fast forward there, I this bartending uh, job opportunity came up out in the county that a friend of mine was opening a bar out there. And they're like, hey, we'd love to have you come out. And so I went back to Scotty. And I'm like, Scotty, I'm going to be working in the middle of the, you know, the county. You need to know how to make an old-fashioned and a Manhattan. And in my days of bartending, especially down south or in Illinois, those they're heard of, but they're not really called out that often. So he teaches me how to make all the different um, old fashions. You know, we tried sweet, we tried sour, we said we tried press. I walked out of there. I forgot everything he taught me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to come back like the next day, learn another crash course, but don't drink them. And uh, so I started bartending out in this county, and I loved it. And uh, they started uh, winding down a little bit, and I was like, oh, I need to pick up some extra hours. I was in college at the time in my late, well, what am I now? So late 30s, and uh, went to Scotty's for something or other. I was smoking a cigar in the back, and Scotty comes out, and he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, great. How you doing? He's like, good. Here, you're doing great out there. I'm like, yeah, I am. He's like, you got bartender of the month. I put magazines out in my bar. I was like, I saw that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for the support. He's like, I'd love for you to bartend for me. Ooh, there, here it is. And I was like, uh, okay. So I just kind of laughed, chuckled, and I was like, all right, whatever. And I left. And so a couple days go by and this and that and the other. And I reach out to his partner, Emmy. I'm like, Emmy, uh, was he serious? And she's like, yeah, dude, he was really serious. Wow. He's actually, he's upset. He blew him off. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if you knew this story. Like, I went in there a long time ago, fell out of vacation. I thought he only likes girls. Is that the other? And so she's like, no, come in and talk to him. So I came in. And I was very apologetic. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. And so we talked about it, this and the other. He's like, I'm looking for someone for Sunday nights only right now. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I knew Sarah Lucci and, you know, Caroline Moe and, you know, most of the bartenders over the years, I spent tons of time there and it's just they always looked like they were having so much fun back there so i was beyond excited plus also i'm a guy bartender there. right all right well we're here with uh baron leaf olsen from bloco candles you can find them at uh, blocollc.com and facebook and instagram i think we're going to take our first break and we'll be back with more with baron like death and taxes another aspect of life that we can't avoid is getting our hair cut 
And for your next haircut, call Boda and Trish at Faded Barbershop for Men, located at 2227 63rd Street. They offer many different services, including shaves, waxing, color, and the good old-fashioned haircuts. Drop them a message on Facebook to schedule a great time to come into their charming old-school shop for your next cut. And if you ask nicely, they might even turn on the pinball game and let you play a game. That's Faded Barbershop for Men, 2227 63rd Street. Whenever I go to concerts, I always want to pick up a t-shirt. It helps support the band both financially, and I also become a walking billboard for something I really appreciate. And if you want to show your appreciation for K-Town Connects, pick up your own souvenir t-shirt, hoodie, hat, or more at our official merchandise store, courtesy of The Lettering Machine. Go to our website, ktownconnects.com, and click on the banner at the top, which will bring you directly to our store. Place your order and pick it up at The Lettering Machine. And for all your garment, print, and embroidery needs, contact The Lettering Machine. They're located at 720 50th Street. Visit their website, thelettermachine.com, for more. Hey, if you lasted this long into the episode, then you'll surely love all the awesome bonus material that we have available for our Patreon supporters. Visit our website, ktownconnects.com, and click on that Patreon banner for a direct link to subscribe. Subscriptions start as low as $2 a month. Our Patreon supporters get to hear this episode early and ad-free and get all the cutting room floor stuff, the stuff that is just too hot for the masses to hear. You also get some great exclusive contact like our It Is What It Is series and much more. That's patreon.com slash ktownconnects. Hey, Jason, what's happening this week in Kenosha? Well, there's some great events happening the weekend of Saturday, July 15th. It's another movie night at Pets Park with Frozen 2, airing after dark on Friday night at the Pets Beer Garden. Get out to Simmons Field to see the Kenosha Kingfish play this weekend. They have games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, July 15th, 16th, and 17th. The monthly Kenosha Art Market will kick off this Sunday, July 18th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Union Park on 6th Avenue and 45th Street. Pack up a picnic lunch and get on over to the Velodrome on Washington Road for the bike races on Monday and Tuesday night. On July 20th, check out Acoustic Soul at Pinoyer Park with the Tuesday at the Shell series. On Thursday, July 22nd, EZFM takes the stage in downtown Kenosha for the PB&J concert series. Two shows, 11.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. A lot going on in Kenosha. Hey, everybody, and come on out Friday, July 23rd to Fusion, 5014 7th Avenue, as Jason and I will be guest bartending. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to be guest bartending. All the tips are going to be donated to Lemon Street Gallery Gallery and Art Space. Space. I should know that I'm on the board. Are you really? (laughs) Yeah, I should be. All right, now we are back with Baron Leif Olsen from Bloco Candles. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's... Dig a little deep. How did you get started with this company, Bloco? So Bloco kind of came to me, you know, like 2020. Everyone kind of just, you know, like we were talking about before the podcast, you know, just kind of talking about how everyone just had time to kind of get to know one, you know, one another and themselves and not be able to go out so much. And I was spending some time at home, you know, Scotty's decided he was going to kind of close the bar a little bit. He didn't know if he was going to close for good, what he was going to kind of do. So 
I was really excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to have all this free time to myself. This is amazing. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go on dates or I'm going to do this and travel. And so after about one month, <laughs> I was like, man, uh, kind of want to go to work, you know? So I had a full-time job that I was working uh out in McQuantico at a place called Ensa Access and Rescue. Uh, we did training for people in the wind towers and telecom industries. So I was on my way home one night and I pulled in the house and I was kind of just sitting there. And this is like probably January, February of 2020. And I was like, oh, you know, I really don't know what I want to do. You know, I kind of want to go back to bartending, but I said I retired. Um, you know, what a great place to retire. And I don't want to go back to it. My body's hurting. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm sitting there eating food and trying to figure out what's on TV. So I, of course, go on social media and Gary Vaynerchuk comes up and he's just like, do you have what it takes to be an effing entrepreneur? You you have to co go to work, run your full-time hustle. Then you got to come home and you got to be willing to put four or five, six hours into your own company. Are you willing to do that? And I was like, duh. I'm part <laughs> I've worked full-time on a Friday, go to bartend at Scotty's, get home. I've worked 23 hours straight, you know, crash out. Like, dude, I could do this. And so he's like, well, look around your house. What do you love to do? And all of a sudden I look to the right and I see my dad's golf clubs. And I'm like, I love to golf. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to mill or run a lathe. So I'm not making golf clubs. That's out. Okay, well, I don't know how to sew because the only thing I've ever sewn is sixth grade skateboard. So after that, I was like, all right, well, I can't do that. I'm not going to whittle tees. Um, so I'm like, well, okay, what else? And I see candles, 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 candles. I'm like, oh, I guess I like candles. So I was like, all right, how hard can that be? So pull the laptop up, you know, start YouTubing and doing all this research. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, cool, candles. And then I was, you know, I had a partner where uh, when I was dating her, she doesn't, she didn't want to come into my bedroom. And I'm, I'm a sucker for Yankee Candle. Like Yankee Candle came out with this lemonade stand candle. That was the most amazing thing I've ever smelled in my entire <laughs> life. It was like pink lemonade meets lemon. It, it was just, it was just unbelievable. So when I'm lighting, you know, the, these candles are the ten dollar box you get at Walmart, you know, because I also love apple candles or beach candles. And she came in and she's like, "Do you see the smoke that's coming out of that? Like, this is toxic. This is what you're breathing into your body. Like, paraffin wax is horrible for you. This and that and the other." So. It came across my mind. It was like, oh, I'm going to make healthy candles. So I'm going to break out the Google. Okay, what is the healthiest candle out there? So, you know, candle wax at that time, it's beeswax. It's the oldest candle wax known to man. It's also the healthiest. Uh, when you light, like, for instance, you know, we have the uh, summer loving beeswax candle burning right now here with us. It smells terrific. Oh, it's, it's just a beach. It's so wonderful. The vanilla, the lemon, lime, grapefruit that's just mixed with that, and the Kenosha, Simmons Island beach sand that's in the bottom of it and the beach glass that you know, we pick from the beach on the bottom for little trinkets and toys. We'll get into that later. But it actually, when it's lit, it actually re uh, releases negative ions into the air. So it actually cleans the air around us. And then as I'm doing more research into beeswax, I'm like, okay, what else about this? And it's like, it's the most expensive. And I'm like, great. <laughs> it, you know, it's perfectly with my taste. You know, my taste is everything's very expensive. So looking into it more and then it's like if you have asthma or someone who has breathing problems like having this candle next to them will actually help them breathe better oh wow and i was like what i'm like this is amazing so i just kind of went down the rabbit hole of that and then 
So I was like, all right, let's look at what else is safe to put in your candles. So paraffin out, okay, beeswax in. All right, what about fragrance oils? And it's like, okay, certain fragrance oils are safe, certain ones aren't. I, you know, just going back on my life, I have trust issues. So it's like someone's like, oh, yeah, we have safe, you know, fragrance oil. I'm like, uh, Better double check. That. Yeah, and I'm not one for research, doing a ton of it. So so I was looking into cement essential oils, and it's like, yes, those are very safe to put into candles. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, all right, cool. Let's order a whole bunch of, you know, essential oils and get a you know, big thing of beeswax in. So you know, just kind of diving into it right away. And then I started making candles and then it dawned on me a couple of weeks later. And I'm like, you know what? I'm on this like spiritual awakening kind of journey and things like that. I'm like, no one's made a shocker candle. I'm like, yeah, let's see who's out there making. So I go on to Amazon. What like, is a shocker candle? So a shocker candle, uh, which What's I brought chakra, chakra, like right? your chakras, your not crown. shocker, <laughs> not, not shower I was candles. Of the shocker. Yeah, that's, I know what you're thinking. That's oh why God. I had to come in and say something. I do not make shocker candles. <laughs> do not make shocker only for the candles. bedroom. <laughs> Maybe I, I have been asked to. Well, I can get into that if you want me to, but I have been made, I have been asked recently to make um, massage adult candles. Ooh. So that is in the works. So I knew of chakras, how to balance them. I've been to gong baths um, that were held at UPT. Um, I went to hot yoga, sat in a, um, a cacao ceremony for a full moon ceremony and did breathing and yoga stretching. There was an open house there, and I ran into a girl named Holly Wargo. She was doing Reiki in the back. A friend of mine, Lisa, came in. She went to go see Holly. She walked out and was just like, Oh my God. I didn't, I mean, I told her my name. That's all I told her. And I was like, what? I got to see this person. So unfortunately I missed her, but we connected and she's just, um, she's very high regarded in the community as far as like Reiki healing tarot cards and, um, her own company healing with Holly name drop. <laughs> so, um, she's under the Bloco label. So I met up with her and I said, Hey, you know, I'm really interested in making chakra candles, uh, with essential oils. And she mentioned she's a doTERRA rep and I was like, Oh, cool. So she came out of her way and she helped me out and I was like, all right, cool. Uh, you know, I noticed my competitor on Amazon had like, you know, little chips on top of the candles. And I thought that was just kind of, you know, dumb. It's your candles going to melt. It's going to sit at the bottom. You're just going to throw it out. I want to yeah. give them something more like a toy in the bottom of a Cracker Jack box or hmm. lying okay. to my yeah. mother about honey jet, you know, honey smacks. I love honey smacks. She's like, you sure you don't want the frog tossing toy on your thumb? And I'm like, no, I love honey smacks. And then she turns her back. I dig a toy out and I never eat it again. <laughs> so kind of putting the crystals in the bottom of it, you know, was an idea that I came up with going, well, you have to wait. You know, or you can put intentions. So I had Holly over. She helped me come up with seven different blends, um, what I would need to put in there. And I was talking about crystals. So, of course, if you're shopping crystals in this town, you know you have to go to Bridget at Peachtree. Mm -hmm. So I went into Bridget at Peachtree and said, hey, you know, I'm looking at doing this idea. I'm looking to put some, you know, crystals in my candle. Um, this is what I'm looking. It's four-ounce jars, eight-ounce jars. I've already got the mix what I'm going to do and this and that and the other. And she's like, all right, cool. So Bridget, uh, helped me get all the you know crystals that I'm going to need for making the shocker candle. So at that point went into the lab, which is, you know, my kitchen and started making candles. And so I started making beeswax candles, shocker candles. The first one, which I brought in is the sacral, mm -hmm. uh, which has a red tiger's eye in it in the bottom. Ooh. So I made a, a big batch, put it all out there. And I said, okay, I need people to test for me. 
And so, of course, everyone who doesn't want a candle, right? especially when yeah. it's free. So I'm That's like, true. all right, I've got this beeswax candle. It's got an organic hemp wick. It's got uh, coconut oil or um, organic coconut oil in there, pure essential oils. Uh, I'm looking for testers, this, that, and the other. So, so it's the healthier choice candle. It is the healthier choice candle. So... I, I started making them and I was like, all right, cool. So I started distributing them. And then I went to my one friend Lisa's house and I ran up. I was so excited. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited. Thank you for you know having me be a tester. And I was like, awesome, cool. Well, here's a beeswax candle and it's got all these essential oils in it and this, that, and the other. And I started running back to my car and she was like, uh, hold on. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm vegan. And I was like, so? And she's like, bees, beeswax, no. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. man. Mm. So... Being in a spiritual community and things like that, a lot of people are very health conscious and there's a lot of vegans out there. So she's like, I can't do this. And I was like, okay, well, what can I do? Because I'm not going to make one candle. And if, you know, a large part of this community is vegan and they're not going to burn it, well, I'm not going to make sales. So she was like, soy, you know, willing to work with soy. So I was like, all right, cool. So I back to the drawing board. And so I distributed the candles and so I said, all right, soy, can I mix soy? Can I do essential oils with soy? Found this amazing company out of Iowa, small town. They are an organic soy farm. Uh, and I reached out to them. I was like, hey, I'm looking at making candles. This is what I'm doing. This and the other, they're the nicest people. Like you can order online. I prefer to call them because I have great conversations with Jenny in their office and we talk for hours <laughs> probably because she doesn't have to work and she gets to BS with me and hear about what I'm coming out with. So started making soy candles. And so it was like, all right, do I do soy? But I really want to make beeswax. It has so many great health benefits. So I was like, all right, well, let's just do both. There you go. So for me, I'm like, yep, let's do both. So I started making both of those candles. And so it just started out as a hobby. Like, oh, I'll make, you know, I'll make Sarah a candle at Lucci's. I'll, you know, I'll make her a candle for Christmas. Here you go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> cheap gifts for everybody. And so after a while, you know, people are burning them. And then I'm like, hey, what's the burn time on it? What's the scent throw? This on the other. And they're like, uh, I'm only like halfway done with your candle. I'm like, you've had it for like three weeks. And they're like, yeah, it's still going. Wow. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so what is the burn time on one of your candles? So on one of the small candles, the four ounces, uh, I've heard someone say it's about 24 hours. Wow. Uh, which is really well, uh, considering that's both beeswax and soy. Oh. So four ounce candles, you know, are, are kind of what most of my customers go with at this point. They're kind of like, you know, I don't want to buy the eight ounce candle and I haven't decided to go higher than that. Just be nice. I can sample them out, try different ones. So it is. And that's a great thing. Um, so I did just these for right now, and then I did do eight ounce because, of course, someone's going to love my candles, and then they're going to want to buy bigger. And but when it comes to price pointing, I get a lot of flack because my candles are more expensive, and they're like, "Well, I can go to you know Walmart and get a box." And I'm like, "Yeah, for ten bucks, garbage." You know, candles. yeah, exactly. So you know, usually it's like people be like, "Well, your candles are too expensive. I can go to Walmart and get them cheaper." And I'm like, "Fine, get the fuck out of here and go to Walmart." Yeah, go there then. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Buy, buy what you want. Enjoy your cancer candle, as one of my friends calls them. Um, you know, but for me, it was just like, you know, my, this is my vision and this is what I'm going with. And I want to make a healthy candle. And, you know, it just kind of started out slow. And then all of a sudden, I was like, all right, where do I want to go? So I went back to Bridget at Peachtree and I was like, hey, you know, like I have people testing them, but like a lot of my people are your people. And so, can, you know, would you? 
kind of think about taking me in and oh, a little cross promotion well she is you know everyone goes to her she has an amazing shop where she does support local artists mm-hmm. and so she gives everyone kind of their break so she was mm-hmm. nice enough and she's like you know what yeah i'll throw them in here and let's see what they do yeah um they went over great they started going well and you know so then all of a sudden i'm like okay well now i want to push my product elsewhere and along this spiritual journey that I've been on over the years, it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, it's about helping one another and the community. And I was, you know, super blessed that, you know, Bridget gave me a shot, had me in there for a while. And, you know, then we kind of parted ways. She wanted to help another person up and coming. And she's like, you're growing big, you know, go, go do your own thing. And I'm your way. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, she's like, you know, a friend of mine's child's going to be making candles and want to give, you know, his son a shot. And, you know, I was like, all right, you know, throw the kid in there. But you know, I'm I'm so very grateful and fortunate that she gave me that opportunity. Um, and like I said, my my candle business had been taking off. I took on Holly with Healing with Holly, like I mentioned before. She helped me. She makes amazing bath bombs and shower melts and shocker roll-ons, and she's just really good at what she does. And I brought her under my label. Talked with uh, another person here who makes soaps. And was like, I want to bring him under my wing, and it's just mm-hmm. wanting to grow wow. this company. There you go. And turn it into like the hate to say Amazon of the metaphysical world, but it's like, I want to turn my website to that. There so where go. can people uh, find your products now? Um, like if they want to actually see them up close. Where can so they touch if them? they want to see them up close, I do have a booth at the Kenosha Harbor market booth 143, which is right by Ashling. So if you want a bloody Mary or beer or something like that, Donnie, I know you can yeah, stop I've by, seen, yeah, I've seen you, there. <laughs> yep, yep. you know, so I'd always tell my friends, you know, Hey, uh, I'm right by Ashling. So you can get a bloody Mary and <laughs> you know, maybe a beer chaser and come see me. So, so that's Every Saturday, you're at the yep. Kenosha Harbor Market. Every Saturday at the Kenosha Harbor Market. And then I'm in, I believe, New Leaf Resale. Uh, Paulette uh, brought my candles in there. Uh, then also House of Nutrition downtown. Are you at Lulu Birds as well? I am not at Lulu oh, Birds yet. Okay. Yet. <laughs> Joy, if you're listening, I'm interested. <laughs> Let's talk. I'll put in a good word. Thank you. Joy. Yes. Actually, we did go in there and chat, but I didn't chat candles. I I get very nervous, believe it or not. I'm chatty Kathy over here, but if it's going into someone to ask to sell my product, I'm like, eh. <laughs> Jenna from Hot Yoga carries them. Um, of course, if it's a shocker candle and it has to do with yoga and the yin yang and everything else, you know, it makes sense. Yep. Um, so those kind of were like my starts um, to getting my my candle out there. Now you um, had the spiritual market. You were kind of involved in that. Yes. That was in June. Is there any plans to bring that back? Yes, it is. So I met with Scott and Jennifer from the roadie. Um, they're on the board. Scott is someone, Scott Holloway is someone who owns Rock River Soap. The soap guy. Yes. Yeah. He is my soap guy. Sorry, Scott. Let it out. <laughs> um, but we had it met with the board again and they're like what we're going to do to protect you to protect us we're going to give you a month mm-hmm. I said alright she's like what about the month of June that works wonderful and for me I'm like okay well we've got the great Kenosha Harbor Market going on we've got the great public market going on and you're right there in the middle right there in the middle exactly so my perfect thought to that was everyone especially now with COVID lifting up and everything else everyone's like oh my god I really 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 want to get out everyone Mm -hmm. wants to get out so I was like this is perfect so everyone's going to go to the public market or the harbor market and then they're going to cross switch and go to the other so I'm like you're right there at the roadie yep or you were right there at the roadie so what's the plan of bringing that back then so we did the they gave us uh, four weeks let's see how you do this and the other seemed Uh, to go well yep Jennifer uh, came in the last day 
and she came up to my booth and she was like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Like, I love what you're doing. Let's talk about continuing. Oh, nice. And I was like, yes. I mean, I tried holding it in, like not showing it. <laughs> I was one of those where I'm like, excuse me really quick while I run to the bathroom and like ran downstairs. I was like, yeah. And so I was very excited. All our vendors are very excited. So do you have, um, can you give us a little hint? When will it be back? So talking with vendors and things like that, Jennifer and I have not sat down yet. Don't have exact dates. But it's coming back. It is coming back. So I'm going to, if if you need a hint, I'm going to shoot for September. Wonderful. Same location, the roadie? Same location. um, Saturday morning, same time as the market. Same time. So we're going to reach out to all our vendors. Um, The roadie, we're going to do a whole big feedback session. We want to know like, hey, do we want to do it a little bit longer Um, or is 10 to 2 perfect? Um, cause some people are like, Oh, well we can't get there, or, you know, or it's not going on long enough or I work late or can you do it on a Sunday? Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing because I'm a people pleaser. It's a, you know, it's a bad trait that I don't want to admit to, but it is who I am. I want to please everyone. And it's like, Oh yeah, I want to, I want to do it on Sundays for those people that work Saturdays. But at the same time, it's, I can't. Um, I think with Saturdays, it's kind of perfect. Have you got the flows from the market? Like yeah, and the flow from the market is it's definitely a huge help. Um, just like I said, to bring awareness was the big key. Um, a lot of people are iffy. They're, you know, they think it's woo-woo. You know, even my sister who came up on the last week, her and my niece, I was like, you guys want a tarot card reading? And my sister's <laughs> like, no. And I'm like, oh, because it's all woo-woo. And she's like, no, because I don't want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> I was like, hey, at least you're being honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're definitely looking to bring it back. Good. Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping in my vision, of course, I'm like, I want it to go September uh, to all the way through, so mid September to maybe all the way through October, uh, so I can get Halloween in there, and then also we can get the fall solstice. Um, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I have a team of people that I have to meet with right. and yeah. get the okay. Well, and I think vendors. you're doing a great job with the uh, Kenosha Awakening Spiritual Market. It's great. Can't wait for it to come back. Your candles are fantastic. Thank you. Um, so, everybody, you want to learn more about uh, Baron so Candles, go to Bloco llc.com find them on facebook and instagram and you know what let's take our second break and we'll be back with some quick connects all right mosey on over to the downtowner saloon 707 56th street for mouth-watering southwest inspired foods made in their scratch kitchen the downtowner saloon offers up memorable brisket original rubs and the greatest smoked meats in town stop on by this summer and enjoy a meal or a cold drink on their spectacular rooftop patio overlooking the bustling downtown avoid the typical restaurant food and stop in to the downtowner saloon for something different they're located at 707 56th Street. Are you on the hunt for a fantastic burger? The kind that arrives at your table and you have to say, wow! Well, stop on by Captain Mike's 5118 6th Avenue for a great meal. Ask them about their Burger of the Week special or try out their specialized mac and cheese. But it isn't just food. Captain Mike's offers up some great drinks and a fabulous gin lineup. Because, you might not know this, Donnie, but gin is in. Mm. And for the best oysters in town, stop by Captain Mike's on Wednesdays for Oyster Night. And be on the lookout for the Captain Mike's food truck, serving up your favorites at many special events throughout the summer. That's Captain Mike's 5118 6th Avenue. Hey, we're back from that break. 
And up next is the Quick Connects. Quick Connects is brought to you by Union Park Tavern. That's right. This Friday, get on down to Union Park Tavern, 4520 8th Avenue, for their famous fish fry, voted best in Kenosha for the last eight years. But that's not all. Union Park Tavern is now serving up great food seven days a week, including their weekend brunches starting at 8 a.m. And if you enjoy live music, they have you covered there as well with open mic night, piano jams, karaoke, and some of the greatest local and regional acts. Also, be sure to check out their beer garden, one of the best-kept secrets in town. That's Union Park Tavern, 4520 8th Avenue. Baron, you like, you're a big fan of Union Park Tavern. I'm a huge fan of Union Park Tavern. Yeah. It's a great place. Angie and Ben are great human beings. So are yeah. you ready for a quick connects, Baron? I am. All right. Favorite park in Kenosha? Favorite park? Oh, I'm, well, I, we did start off, and I did say Simmons Island. I'm like, is that technically a park? Yeah, I would take that. Okay. Yeah. You know, or I'd say, you know, Washington Park, where, mm-hmm. you know, got a golf course there. So There you go. There you go. Simmons Beach would be a park too, I think. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. So anything with the beach, sand, water to me, that is that's definitely go. my oh. favorite. Your favorite museum in Kenosha? Ooh, that is that's a tough one. Um, at first, when the Civil War Museum came out, I was kind of like, eh. Um, but I still am a big favorite. Uh, my kids' favorite also is the Public Museum. All right, your favorite pizza place in Kenosha? Ooh. That's a tough one. It is. And I know where we're at. Well, you know what? Yeah. I was about to say, sure no one's here? No, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, no, my, I, ever since I moved here, like I said, growing up in Illinois, I'm a big Thin Crust fan. I still think the my favorite Thin Crust here in town is absolutely Durango's. Oh, okay. Favorite local place to see a band? Oh, man. Always, like, definitely, we just talked about this, UPT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not only did they have, you know, great bands on the inside, but now she's been bringing them out to the beer garden. I think that's just brilliant. And Beautiful right beer there. garden out there. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. What's your favorite annual Kenosha event? Ooh, man. It, it's, it's, it's a tie. Um, okay. It's the one in between. It's a holy rosary. And then um, the other is... The other church event, they have the best egg rolls, and I can't think of the church now on the top of my head. I'm a transplant. Forgive me. <laughs> so holy rosary for the win. Cool, right. cool. What is the last great meal you've had in Kenosha? There's That's just unfair. There's so many great. Um, the, the most recent one. Uh, the most recent? Oh, my gosh. I would have to say having brunch at the Buzz. Well, there you mm. go. When was the last time you swam in Lake Michigan? It almost was today when I was making positive (laughs) (laughs) videos to throw on my TikTok and social media uh, accounts. Um, Last time I swam in Lake Michigan, uh, last summer. All right. Which now closed Kenosha business do you wish you could bring back? Oof. Well, Scotty started doing pop-ups, so I can't can't count that. That's a tough one. Something different. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know they're coming back. But, yeah, but yeah. But it's still, it's not uh, available I wouldn't now. be too sure about yeah. that. I, I don't know. They, I well, heard, when, the, I, when the boards I, are up I, downtown. I heard something, breaking news, I heard something. That, that building was sold. You didn't hear that here on the K-Town <laughs> podcast. You did not hear that. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> All right, last one. Big Star or The Spot? Oh, I knew this was coming. Um, it's a both. I do like... Big Star reminds me of a place called Dairy Dream in Libertyville, Illinois, where I grew up. They have those thin burgers that you just throw on there that are just fantastic. But when it does come to the spot, I, every time it's got to be the bacon double cheeseburger. There you go. 
All right, well, that was our quick connection. That was brought to you by Union Park Tavern, 4520 8th Avenue. Get on down there. Yeah, and next up, it's time for trivia. Ding, 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 trivia time. Trivia time is brought to you by Bluehorn Digital. It's a different world out there, and you need your business to stand out from the rest. To achieve that great online presence, contact Matt at Bluehorn Digital. Matt and his crew are Kenosha-based and Drupal and e-commerce consultants ready to deliver your web publication needs. Bluehorn Digital works with and contributes to open source software and are committed to funding Open Source Software Association for sustainable community growth. To find more, visit their website at bluehorn.digital. It's trivia time! we got to simplify that. Yeah, we got to work on that. All right. All right, so guys, we've been doing uh, trying to change things up in trivia for uh, season three. Since I blew it on that Hill episode. Oh, yeah, because well, we're going to do – I was going to do one, you're going to do one. Right, I'm switch right. back and forth. That didn't work out. You didn't like to do that one. No. 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 <laughs> no. So what we're doing here is uh, Trivial Pursuit 90s edition. Ooh. And it's going to be uh, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new segment for us. It's, it's new. All right. It's going to be Baron against Donnie. So the round's going to kick off with you picking a category, which category you want to go for. Oh. So is, do I have to go by the color? Oh, just tell me. Just let me know which one it is. Okay. Because it's uh, you got your choices of oops, mistakes and mishaps, wire technology and gadgets, viewing, movies and TV, trends, food and fashion, important, the real news, or hanging, leisure, Games, sports, reading, etc. Man, I don't know. I really, for Donnie, I really want to try and stump him, but what to go with? <laughs> yeah, you got to something you might know, but he won't. You know, this is true. So, um, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll start it out easy for him. I'm going to go with uh, technology and gadgets. Ooh. All right. All right, the first one, this question's for you. Oh, it's for me? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, you, you get one and then he gets one. Oh, good. Okay, because I was trying to stump him. Okay. <laughs> well, he'll get he'll the next one the same category, I'll though. I'll gotcha. myself. All right, Baron. What video game hero must unseat King K. Rule, R-O-O-L, in a 3D update of a Nintendo classic? This is ni- 1999 trivia. 1999. Oh, my gosh. I was playing N64 at that time. Um, That's probably what this is for, yeah. Um, video game hero. I might go with Mario. That's a good guess, but that's incorrect. Donkey Kong. Donkey oh, Kong. Okay. All right. So, huh. Donnie, your chance to well, go Mario up got a start at Donkey right. Kong, so you know. You were close. You were yeah. close. Yep, yep. Half point. Yeah. No. <laughs> no Maybe. Sorry. Oh. Donnie, 1999. All right. What Maverick sold Broadcast.com to Yahoo.com, then bought an NBA franchise? Uh, what's his name from the Dallas Mavericks? Um, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. Uh, Can I buzz in to steal it? Sure. Time's up, Donnie. Oh, Mark Cuban. Yes, you are no. right. Shark Tank. How did I kn- I knew it. I knew it. I just didn't know it. I was going to whisper. I was going to be like, oh. I was going to be like, Mark Cuban cigar. <laughs> All right, Baron, you get to choose the category again. Stick All with right. Um, let's see here. Let's go with hanging. Leisure games, sports, reading, etc. All right. All right, Baron. What 14-year-old Floridian became the youngest tennis player to reach a Grand Slam semifinal in 1990? 14 in 1990? Tennis player. Tennis player. Yeah. I would... I, Boris Becker? 
Well, Jennifer Capriardi. Oh. I do remember that name. I think I had a crush on her. <laughs> I dated her once. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I had a chance. <laughs> All right, Donnie, here for All you. Right, let's do this. What best-selling magazine finally took the table of contents off its front cover after 76 years? 1998. Happenings Magazine. Ooh. Time Magazine. No. <sighs> NG? No, GQ? Reader's Digest. Ah. Oh, because that's what every young person in the 90s like ourselves were reading. Okay. Unless we were in a grandma and grandpa's uh. basement. This is the third and final round. Okay. So, Baron, if you answer this one, you pick a category. Oh, picking a category. All right, I'm going to have to try movies and TV. All right. There we go. What movie has Jack Nicholson's character describe women as men without reason and accountability? Hmm. 1997. As Jack good Nicholson. as it gets. You got it. Hey, ding, 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 ding. I it. knew. I was like, uh, oh. I don't remember the lines. But Donnie, you get one more here. All right, let's see if I can tie it. Tie it. 1998. Mm-hmm. What teen angst TV drama is set in tiny Cape Side, Massachusetts? What, what is it? Teen? Did you read the question? What teen angst TV drama? Oh, uh, oh, oh! Uh, my so-called life. And uh, now, Dawson's Creek. Ah! You lost anyway. You were Damn. thinking that Jared Leto or something. Yeah, I was. Yep. And so Baron wins today's trivia by a score of two to nothing over Donnie in our new True Pursuit one. Yeah, we got to work on that. But hey, it's it's, it's, it's Baron. Congratulations! You, you win a free coffee from Common Grounds. With, I love with it. The purchase. There you go. So go on down to Common Grounds. Get yourself a free cup of Joe. Yeah. Tell them the K Town Connects podcast sent you. I that love it. Is, well, that's Common Grounds at fifty one fifty nine Sixth Avenue. Great coffee house with an unbelievable view of the harbor. Tasty sandwiches, delicious espresso, and coffee drinks. Yeah, Baron, congratulations again on winning. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love. I actually love Common Grounds. I remember that was like one of the first places I stopped and uh, got a latte here in this town. And this is the first sandwich shop I've ever been in that they actually put alfalfa sprouts on a sandwich. I love that. I love that. (laughs) It's amazing. All right, so we got to go through our sponsors once again. Give them one last thank you. So thanks to Carbox. Moochie's Grandview. Faded Barbershop for Men. The Downtowner Saloon. Captain Mike's. Union Park Tavern. Bluehorn Digital. Luigi's Pizza Kitchen. The Lettery Machine. And Common Grounds. So thanks so much for listening to our talk here with uh, Baron. Yes, Baron. So that's uh, Bloco Candles. You can find them at blocoLLC.com, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok, I'm starting to learn that. Twitter, are you on Twitter as well, or I don't understand that. Yeah, I, I know. I, I mean, I barely you. understand it. You know, Facebook, I got a handle on Instagram. I'm like, what? No, but I try to, and TikTok now just came out, and I'm like, what? Well, just go on social media, go on the website. <laughs> uh, they can find you Saturday mornings or outside Ashling. Yeah, yep, right at the Kenosha Harbor Market. So mm. thank you so much, Baron, for coming in. We appreciate it, and you really. Made the place smell good. I hope you enjoyed the summer yeah, loving we since we, we are it. here in the summer loving. So. Well, thank you so much. Uh, that was fun. Hey, Jason, uh, that was great. Another great episode in the bank. Mm. But, you know, after all these episodes, I'm still trying mm. to figure out what are we doing here? Um, are we searching for the deeper meaning of life that's just within ourselves? Well, we could find that at the spiritual um, market. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, we are connecting Kenosha. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> I'm from Kenosha, I say Kenosha, that great big busy town, right in the middle of the USA.